Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol is going to be a great day today because uh, we connected without any, any snafus. Paul and myself, we prayed over our laptops, our computers. I'm over here in Ohio. Paul's over in Nevada. VMPR is over in Southern California. Welcome to the to, to the Jesus 911 show. By the way, the month of March, uh, we still got one day left uh, before March closes. The month of March in Catholicism is devoted to St. Joseph, patron saint of workers, families, homes, and a happy death. And uh, don't forget to encapsulate or to, to finalize your prayers uh, in morning prayers, midday prayers, and evening prayers. Say, St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. Amen. And we also we also hope and pray for uh, the, the the consecration prayer of Russia and Ukraine. We hope uh, to God and we hope to Our Lady that it bears fruit somewhere down the road. That's that's yet to be seen. Was it done too late? Well, only time will tell. Paul, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, you're halfway across the country, but through technology, we can connect, and we got a couple of topics today that are pretty interesting. Thanks, Jess. It's good to be here. Hey, you know, I'm reminded, uh, you know, as I thought about as the show was coming on, I remember when we were both young deputies and uh, how how great it was to fellowship with a like minded person. You know, we would train together. We would discuss the Lord together. And I just want to encourage everybody to, uh, you know, if you don't have somebody, find somebody who's like minded and uh, it will do wonders for your spiritual life as you fellowship back and forth. It will help you to get a clearer picture of who Christ is, because uh, what the Lord does is he he gives us all different gifts and those gifts reflect who he is. And so uh, as that person exercises that spiritual gift, you can see the Lord more clearly. Amen. And I think every man should try to have. Uh, three types of men in their life. Number one is have somebody that you can go to for wise counsel. Find a wise, yes. a wise, holy dude that you can run run things by, and he can give you good spiritual advice and good spiritual direction. Also, find another friend that's that's an equal to you, somebody that's going to tell you, "Hey, knock it off, dude. Quit watching porn, dude. Quit dropping f bombs." Find somebody who's not afraid to get in your face and tell you, Jess, Paul, knock it off. Okay, that's wrong. Get right with God. Go to confession. And then the third type of men you should have in your life is find a younger guy that you can mentor. There's a bunch of young guys out there like Paul and Timothy type relationship that, you, that need to be mentored and discipled. And so make sure that those of us that are older, make sure you got some young people in your life that you're mentoring. Make sure you have an equal somebody that will get in your face and tell you to knock it off when you're stepping outside of that narrow path. And make sure you also find an, an older guy that has is a wise old sage. It could be a priest, somebody that's going to give you good godly advice. Yes, great advice. Paul, uh, I want to talk about vaping. There's a Hollywood uh, model who... I've been seeing young people vape for such a long time, and uh, I think I know it, it can't be good for you. But finally, we have somebody who actually talks about the the 
the problems with vaping, vaping, and it's a young person. Mm. It's a model from Los Angeles, California. Her name is Vanessa Von Schwartz. She's 20 years old, and she claims that she has now extreme muscle pain and weakness, and it was caused by becoming addicted to vaping as a teenager. Now, thanks be to God, she's ditched the habit for good, but she still feels the lasting effects of, it's called dermatom myos, myositis. So it's, a, it's an actual illness that can come about through vaping. And she wants to warn others about her cautionary tale. Again, this 20-year-old actress started vaping when she saw her friends. They were all using vapors in the school toilets. It was long before she was hitting her e-cigarette almost continuously. And she would feel nauseous and angry if she left it for too long. Yeah. Wow. You know, uh, that's the deception behind it. Just um, these types of activities, what they do is they feed into your addictive personalities. And so, uh, so many people who have addictions, uh, they think like, oh, this is this is harmless. This is something that's not going to hurt me. But the, again, the devil is in the details. And as we find out more and more with these new uh, technologies that they're using to ingest uh, nicotine or whatever, they, uh, they do have negative effects. And uh, some of those effects, you can't even quantify the damage that will be caused down the road. Here's some of the things that this actress says, Vanessa Schwartz. She says, for some reason, when I started vaping, naivete assured me my whole life was my whole life was changing. Mm. I felt like it gave me something I didn't have before. I was thinner, more confident. I was sure this was new. I sh- I was sure this new this new me was all thanks to the to the yeah. She said, I'm co- I I was sure that this new me was all thanks to this little metal device I carried in my pockets, close quote. (laughs) So Vanessa says that she remembers vaping for the first time in the toilets of her high school back in April 2017 when she was just 15. She began noticing that every lunch break, whenever she entered the bathroom, there would always be groups of girls standing in a circle smoking a weird thin black stick that would light up. And she, Vanessa says, quote, all the cool girls and guys in my school vaped. It was normal, close quote. So in no time, one of Vanessa's close friends bought one and insisted that Vanessa, this actress, try it also, assuring her that nothing would happen. However, not long after, Vanessa got into a routine of vaping anytime she was with her friends until one Friday evening, she went home and started to crave a hit. Here's what she says, quote, I couldn't stop thinking about the device and how satisfied I could be if I just had my own. Well, it's not cigarettes, so I can't smell I can't smell like anything my parents won't ever know because it's so small and secretive and I'll just throw it away before I get addicted, close quote. So Vanessa went on to buy her own device and got to a point where she needed it to be around her all at all times and she would feel nauseous and cranky if she didn't use it. Here's what she said, quote, I enjoyed the physical head rush vaping would give me every time I took a hit of my vape. I felt like I was inhaling a big, deep breath, one that actually satisfied my body and relaxed me. I started to rely 
to, I started to truly believe that vaping had changed my life for the better, close quote. And Vanessa said that she struggled with a lot of anxiety and she felt comfort in having this device readily available and in being socially acceptable that she soon found that she was vaping almost continuously. And she said this made it hard for her to let go. Like mm. you said, Paul, the devil's in the details. The only thing we should be addicted to is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good addiction. Yes. And, and everything else, Paul, especially during this time of Lent that we're living in right now, Lent is a time to start learning how to disconnect little and little, uh, you know, little by little from the world. Disconnect from bad habits. Disconnect from vices. Disconnect from defects and imperfections. Disconnect from disordered appetites. That's what Lent is all about. And this girl, the, the story ends on a on a good note, by the way, Paul, for this little actress. Are you there? Yes, I'm listening to you, Jess. Go ahead. Yeah. So here's what she says. She says, quote, I definitely think the, the child-friendly flavors made the initial use of vape, of the vape so enticing. It tasted like candy and it was truly delicious, close quote. However, as time passed by, Vanessa found that the fruity flavors to be truly nauseating and thus mint became the default and the flavors seemed to suppress the hunger the most, close quote. Mm. Paul, I noticed a lot of these young girls, one of these things, they, they've been, you know, they've been sold on this thing that your body has to be thin and perfect. And a lot of these young girls will, I mean, they'll move mountains to, 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 to stay thin. And again, this is, it seems to be this, one of the reasons Vanessa was using the, this vape is because it would curb her appetite and she wanted to maintain, you know, a thin figure. Once again, I mean, that's, that, that's called the idolatry of the body and we have to watch out for that. Yeah, listen, um, whether it be too much consumption of food or addiction to nicotine or whatever, you know, uh, God calls us to um, basically discipline this body. Uh, you know all about that, Jess, being an athlete, you know, it's hard work, but we have to bring these uh, these fleshly appetites under control. And the only way we can do that is by the spirit of God. Um, you know, one little, uh, key that I keyed in on, on, the, on what you read, Jess, was when Vanessa said, oh, uh, her parents wouldn't know about it. She wouldn't smell like anything. You see, mm. there was like, there was like an, uh, uh, an innate, uh, uh, thing inside of her that she knew that her parents would not approve. And yet she was willing to do something that they wouldn't approve of. And I just want to remind all the young people out there, if anybody's listening, uh, that you can't, uh, you know, uh, what God gave us parents for a reason. And those parents are, 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 are in your life to protect you. And so when that, uh, when your conscience, um, we'll bring it back on the other side of the break. I hear the music. You got it. Jesus 901, stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about Vanessa, Hollywood actress, who's addicted to vaping. Now she's got medical problems. She's only 20 years old. Wow. And in this, in this article where they interviewed her, she admits that it was as a result of vaping that she has these migraines, constant nausea. She, her, her muscles feel her upper body, her legs, her arms, they feel absolutely weak. Like she's got some type of cancer and, uh, she, she, you know, she finally hit rock bottom and it took her this for this young, pretty Hollywood actress to realize that it was her addiction to vaping that she started at the age of 15 that had caused all these medical problems. Paul, when I see young people taking a hit off these sticks, I I, I know, I said, uh, 10 or 20 years, they're going to have some major regrets. Well, for this girl, it didn't even last this long. She started vaping at 15, and at 20, her body basically has fallen apart. Yeah, listen, uh, as I was saying uh, before the break, you know, she instinctively knew that her parents would not give approval. And she was attracted to this because she said, oh, I won't smell like anything. It's not like smoking weed where it gets all on your clothes. And uh, in her mind, she justified it and said, hey, this is this is harmless. This is not going to hurt me. But in reality, um, that little instinctive voice inside of her that that told her that she needed to conceal this activity from her parents that should be an a, a little alarm sounding off because that's and, and essentially you know God gave us parents uh, to protect us right from certain things uh, not to ruin our fun but to protect us but we constantly you know seem to forget that and we think that somehow uh, you know that their laws or their restrictions that they put down are somehow uh, restrictive. No, they're designed to protect you. There's a big difference there. And I think that uh, she learned that lesson the hard way, Jess. Yep. Here's the meat of the article, Paul, where it says, on November 5th, 2019, while getting ready for work, Vanessa's heart started to beat very quickly, and she felt lightheaded. After managing to get out the door to go, she realized she forgot something, but tripped while running back up the porch steps and hit her head. She was then rushed to the hospital by mom, Juana, who's 50, and the doctors quizzed her about her recent weakness and fall. Medics originally concluded that Vanessa must have come in contact with a toxic toxic substance and that she needed hydrating to remove from her body, but she had failed to mention her vaping habit. It wasn't until they noticed her creatine kinase levels in her blood were increasing despite being on constant IV hydration that she admitted She'd been continuing to vape in hot in the hospital in secret. She said, I've had a serious conversation with myself about whether or not I was ready to let this addiction go. And what, and I thought bringing up vaping to the doctors would get rid of any paranoia I had. I had about my vape. Once they knew how excessive the use was, they immediately advised me to stop stating there was not enough research to know how vaping can affect the body. Close quote. So she was eventually discharged from the hospital in mid-December, but she didn't stop vaping until a year later. She was convinced that some studies she found online that said it had mm. nothing to do with her condition. Mm-hmm. And she said, quote, that was enough for me to continue my use. Despite the painful symptoms, I continued to feel. 
In 2020, I was vaping just as heavily as I had been before, but suddenly the symptoms started becoming extremely overbearing to the point where I would have had where I would have constant panic panic attacks. I would be in public hitting my vape, and all of a sudden my heart would start pounding in my chest. I would feel extremely lightheaded. I started trembling as my muscles tightened and I felt nauseous all at once, close quote. She also recalled that her bones felt shaky and she would feel like she was going to drop on the floor. By then, Vanessa knew she had to make a change. She went to her doctor for help who prescribed her nicotine patches to ease the cravings. After about a month away from her device, her symptoms eased up and Vanessa found out that she had more energy and her muscles were not aching so much. Vanessa said, I, I don't need to constantly worry about losing my vape or what I'll do if I can't vape for more than an hour, close quote. I don't run into the bathroom every 30 minutes to hit my vape either. I'm no longer, I no longer feel controlled by something that controlled me for so long. So to this day, Vanessa, she still suffers from dermatomyositis, which causes extreme muscle pain and weakness. And she believes that the condition was caused by her early addiction to vaping. So uh, mm. her do- her father's the medical doctor. Obviously, they're helping. They're trying to treat her with love and also, you know, with with uh, with uh, some of the physical uh, some of the physical exercises that they're asking her to do. Finally, she says this. Vanessa says Vanessa Schwartz says uh, vaping was introduced as a way to quit smoking, but now the role has changed immensely because it has become somewhat fashionable and does attract a lot of people. Vanessa said there's very little published. On the, on, on the potential induction of vaping and its toxic effects on the connective tissue, close quote. Uh, Dr. Ernst explains that dermatomyositis to basically be an inflammation of the skin and the muscle tissues commonly seen in elderly people and those with chronic system conditions and stage cancer patients or in patients with a family history of it. However, he also notes that sometimes it can be the result of side effects of certain drugs. In the case of Vanessa, she was not on any medications and she didn't have any family history that could lead to this kind of connective tissue disease. Uh, He said, the doctor said, it is with a high probability that vaping in her particular case caused systemic dermatomyositis and inflammatory response. And the doctor says that it does demonstrate how dangerous especially for healthy young people, something like vaping can be. So the science is in, Paul. Vaping is dangerous. I wasn't sure, but now I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, there's two aspects to it, Jess. There's, there's one, there's that physical addiction, and then there's the mental addiction. Yeah. And, 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 and from both standpoints of view, um, they're no good for you. Um, you know, again, people, uh, you know, she, she went on, she researched and she said, oh, it has nothing to do, you know, the way you're feeling has nothing to do with with, uh, with vaping. Well, you know, that sounds good to me. We want to, you know, we want to look for any information that's going to justify our behavior. And in this case, uh, she read something that said, hey, it's not the vaping, not the vaping. But she, you know, if she just did a little navel gazing, I call it navel gazing when you look at yourself and she understood that she needed it every five minutes or whatever. Uh, if she really looked at that, she would understand that 
This, there's no way that this can be good for me. You remember a few years ago, Jess, people were dying from vaping and they didn't understand why they were being rushed to the hospital uh, with these lung conditions. And then they found out that, oh, it was some type of additive that they were putting in, um, uh, in the, in, you know, uh, in the, whatever they were ingesting in the nicotine. And it was, uh, it was messing up their lungs. And so they said, okay, we're, we're not going to put these flavors in there, apple flavor or whatever. We're going to cut that stuff out, uh, so that it won't hurt them anymore. But we know, uh, that, you know, there's a song, um, I used to like, and it, 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 you know, turn your eyes upon Jesus, you know, and look full into his glory and grace and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace or whatever, mm. you know, that, that old song, just mm. that's mm. what we have to focus in on as we focus on Jesus, as we put our gaze on Jesus, everything else just falls off. And that's what God wants us to do is to just focus on what is important and a lot of people think like you know oh you know come on this is 2022 you know we, you know that's just way too much yeah all i got to do is say what sacred scripture says taste and see that the lord is good once you once you understand the goodness of god there's nothing else that satisfies if you think that uh, you you know you're addicted to vaping try being ad addicted to the love of god because uh, there's nothing like it. That's right. Uh, amen, Paul. Uh, well said. By the way, there's different types of addictions. You got alcohol, drugs. You got addictions to money. You got addic addictions to people that uh, that are looking for fame. They'll do anything to, to get fame. Uh, you got food addictions. You got sexual addictions. Uh you know, uh, whatever floats your boat out there. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of things that that the devil can use uh, to basically, uh, you know, uh, uh, to basically start manipulating, captivating yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah es essentially enslaving you, Jess. That's right. What, That's the word I'm looking for. Enslaving. Mm -hmm. Paul, I want to pray for for everybody right now that has an addiction right now that's listening to the show. I just want to pray for them right now in the name Amen. of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you said I've come to set the captives free. There's many yes, people Lord. that are listening to us right now that are captive and enslaved to some type of addiction. Lord, we ask you for your healing touch. Yes, free Lord. them, Lord, from their addictions, Lord. Lord, set them free. Free them from the cares and worries that that stifle their happiness. Lord, free them from the sins, Lord, that cling to them. Lord, deliver them from all compulsive behavior that prevents them from becoming a child of God, the, 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 that child that you planned for them from all eternity. Lord, we just ask you to bring anybody that's listening to the show that has problems yes. with addiction, bring them, Lord, uh, you know, to your sacred heart, Lord, and just hug them and hold them and let them experience your, your fatherly love. Yes, Lord, let them experience in the palm of your hands that abundant life which you promise. And Lord, we pray for any family out there. Uh, give them the grace, mothers and fathers, uh, to, to pray and to minister to their children who have problems with addiction. Lord, we ask you to protect all of our houses uh, from, from any evil and misfortune and from any addictive spirits, Lord, that try to... Uh, that try to attach themselves to our children. Lord, we ask you, Lord, uh, to send us, Lord, 
the, your grace and power and blessing, Lord, so that we can all stay free as well. Yes, and Lord. finally, Lord, we ask you to give all of us the grace to live in perfect harmony in the fullness of love with you and our neighbors. Lord, grant that every one of us, uh, that every one of us pursues a holy life in the yes. comfort of thy holy sacraments at the hour of our death. Oh, Jesus, bless us and protect us in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Great prayer, Jess. Listen, the Lord will help us in our human weakness, Jess. He has given us the dunamis, the, that's dynamite. He's given us the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome these things. All we have to do is believe, trust, and obey, and uh, we will be able to conquer these uh, seemingly giants in our lives, and we're going to realize they weren't giants at all. That's right, Paul. That's why... Uh... St. Paul says that we are more than conquerors in him who loved Amen, us. Amen, brother. I Rome, love that Rome, verse. Romans chapter 8. Uh, you're listening to the Jesus 911, by the way. This is uh, Jess Romero and Paul Clay. I've known Paul. We go back what, well over 30 years when we were young men. And we talked. We said, Paul, when we're old men, we will be evangelizing <laughs> together. And guess what? That's exactly what we're doing right now. Hey, up next, we're going to talk about many Hispanics are gravitating towards... Uh, conservatism and conservative politicians. We'll be right Amen. back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car Two Catholics that love the Lord, retired Los Angeles deputy sheriffs, and now here to protect and serve the body of Christ. Amen. Paul, I like that. <laughs> Paul, there's good news in your state and in my state. I'm reading from this article from Catholic Vote. This is a great Catholic organization. I'm a member of that organization. They're launching, and, and uh, I had suggested this. They got to start doing ads and, and media to the Spanish-speaking Spanish, uh, Spanish -speaking Catholics, so they're doing it. They're launching Spanish ads targeting pro-abortion Catholic senators. So they, they launched two Spanish language ads targeting Catholic senators Mark Kelly in my state, Arizona, who I think stole the election, in my opinion, uh, mm -hmm. and, and Catherine Cortez Masto, a Democrat in Nevada, that's in, that's in Paul's state. Uh, the ads call the senators out for failing to address issues of importance to Hispanic voters. Mm. And while while focusing on unpopular far left priorities, uh, you know Mark Kelly and and Catherine Cortez Masto, the far left they seem to be focused on failed Women's Health Protection Act, and so the ad campaign by Catholic Vote comes as polling shows Hispanic voters shifting more and more away from the political left. That's a good sign, Paul. Yeah. His, so his, yeah. Let me ask you a question, Jess. Do you think these two senators, do you think they're just ignorant Catholics or do you think they know what the church teaches and despite what the church teaches, they still choose to act in opposition to life in this case? Number two, number two. They, they're not stupid people. They're educated. Yeah. They know yeah. the church's teachings. They're just, uh, again, they're just Judases. They're yeah. just uh, they're just what the Catholic Church, what the Bible calls uh, believers, unbelievers, spiritual men, carnal men, uh, yeah. 
weeds and wheat, sheep yeah. and goats, good yeah. fish and bad fish. This is this is these are bad fish. These are goats. Yeah. These are the weeds in the Catholic Church. Yeah, and they and it's funny how you know they they like to pride themselves on being Catholic because oh you know they like to court that all important Catholic vote, right? So hey, it's like Joe Biden when he walked around on Ash Wednesday with the ashes on his head. I'm like, do you understand what that cross means on your head? With that, you know, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a clue. And uh, I like to say it this way: that listen, uh, uh, you know. With any covenant in the Bible, there are two aspects to that covenant, Jess. There is one, when you obey the covenant, there's great blessing. But when you disobey the covenant, there are something known as covenant curses. curses. And you fall under the curses. And so so it is with the cross of Christ. Christ is either going to be, you know, uh, receive you lovingly and say, well done, my good and faithful servant, or... Conversely, he's going to say, uh, you know, you wicked servant, beat him with many stripes, you know, uh, both examples out of the scripture. And people need to wake up and realize that, hey, while everything might seem so important to you right now and your priorities might be so focused on this world, God can call us home any given day. Uh, every breath that you take in your body is a gift of God. And if you don't realize that, uh, you may, you, you know, in the next moment, we can open our eyes and be looking straight into the eyes of Christ. Paul, a lot of these politicians that we're talking about, they're older than you and I. They're old men and old women. They, yes. they got one foot on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, Venerable Fulton Sheen says that when we die, and we open up our eyes on the other side of eternity at the particular judgment. Venerable Fulton, she says, you're going to be looking at one or two faces. You're either going to be looking at the beautiful, glorious face of Jesus Christ, or you're going to be looking at the hideous, horrible uh, face of Satan. And wow. one or the other is going to tell you at that moment, mine for all eternity. Oh, yeah, that's a sobering thought. And uh, that's why we're here every day. It's out of love. We're not trying to ruin anybody's fun. We're not trying to rain on anybody's parade. What we're trying to do is get you to see what is clearly the truth. Uh, open your eyes. See the wonder of creation. Know that God exists. That's the very basic step. Uh, God says in Romans that you can look at what God has created and know that he exists. Uh that you know okay now that we we've moved beyond atheism then we we have special revelation that tells us who christ is what he what he expects and his and and, and we learn of god's great love um and uh that is what the purpose of life is jess amen amen paul so uh yeah so catholic vote is doing a good job by by uh targeting these these catholic politicians Again, the ad campaign shows that Hispanic voters are shifting more and more away from the political left. And Hispanic, yes, Hispanics showed a marked rightward drift in the 2020 elections. Uh, but many Democratic strategists believed at the time that it was a transitory phenomenon <laughs> that would reverse itself in future elections. Jess, for years, you have told me for years, you said, hey, Paul, 
uh, I don't know why so many uh, of my fellow Latinos vote Democrat because everything about them is, you know, conservative. Their family values used to tell me that. And, and, you know, it was a head scratcher as to why. And I think we found out that Hispanic media is is among the worst. Uh, You want to talk about indoctrination and just programming people. I mean, the media, you know, at large, English or 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 Spanish media, they have the high ground in that sense. Satan, the prince and power of the airs, has influenced these people in order to essentially indoctrinate them into uh, these Luciferian ideas, Jess. To prove your point, Paul, uh, you can see many, many uh, well-written articles online that say that, that demonstrate that there are six billionaires that own 95% of the media. I'm going to repeat that again. There are six billionaires that own 95% of the media. And Mm. by the way, these six billionaires are not, uh, you know, uh, faithful followers of Christ. They're secular humanists. Well, let me quote sacred scripture. Love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And when you amass that type of money, trust me on this one, Jess, you are loving money. Absolutely. And and our our Lord Jesus Christ actually uh, said that there was a demon attached to this money called the demon of mammon. Uh, But the good news about, again, is this uh, Catholic vote is that many Hispanics are red-pilling and many Hispanics continue to leave the Democrat Party at an accelerating rate. And a recent Wall Street Journal poll found that uh, found that just ahead of the 2022 midterms, Hispanics would prefer a Republican candidate over a Democrat one by uh, by nine percentage points. This is right. probably the first time in my lifetime I've ever read a statistic just like that. Uh, Catholic vote. Their ads speak the language of many Hispanic voters in more than one ways. Here's what one of Catholic Vote's ads. It says, quote, we need politicians who solve real problems. The increase in the cost of food, gasoline, the increase in crime, and the lack of respect for parents in the schools. This is one of the ads in Spanish by Catholic Vote. And despite issues like these being on voters' minds, the ad points out that Senator Kelly from Arizona and focus instead on voting in favor of a law that seeks to legalize abortion until the moment of birth without listening to parents. Uh, And so the video asked Senator Kelly, are you with us, Senator Kelly, or with the millionaires who want unlimited abortion? And so the, 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 the Catholic vote video encourages voters to call Kelly's office to ask him themselves. And, uh, Catholic votes Brian Burst, the president, who's a great Catholic man. He says, our campaign is designed to educate and mobilize Hispanic voters to hold key senators accountable for their misplaced priorities. Like you said, yes. Paul, Spanish, Hispanics are, are, are social conservatives. Mm-hmm. This is why Hispanics, by, by the truckloads, are fleeing Latin America and South America. It's because the, these countries, Paul, are embracing socialism, yep. and Hispanics and Latinos want nothing to do with that. Amen, and that's that's a great thing. Uh, socialism, <laughs> yeah, 
social conservatives. I like that because you, you you made a distinction, Jess. We're not given a pass to, you know, to the uh, Republican Party saying, no. hey, you know, we're not flag waving nope. Republicans saying they're nope. the answer. The Republicans are going to save us. Nope. Nothing could be further from the truth. But where we agree with them on important issues, one important one that ju- should jump out at every Catholic, and that is the right to life from mm. the from the womb to the tomb. The, 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 the Republicans, or at least most of them, seem to have that right. Now, if they're a rhino type thing, a uh, person out there, Republican in name only, and they don't uh, ascribe to these ideas that, you know, uh, of, of supporting life, then we're not going to vote for them. I don't care if they're Republican or not. We yeah. are talking about voting for candidates that embrace our values, Catholic values, the values that God has instilled in all of us, the, the protection of life, the most vulnerable of all of us. That's right. And, and I'll tell you, Paul, that uh, Hispanic voters, the fact is, is that I I even heard President Trump give a speech. He said Hispanics in general uh, have the most small businesses in uh, per capita in comparison to all the other nationalities in the U.S. They're the ones that are more entrepreneurs than anybody else. I mean, they'll have a little taco truck. They'll sell fruit in the corner. They'll sell popsicles. And get rich doing it. (laughs) Hispanics are entrepreneurs. Yes. Generally, most Hispanics don't go to government jobs. Looking for handouts. No. Yeah. And so this is why uh, they're, they're, they're moving away from socialism and they're seeing that the Republican Party allows them to work and make money and sell their products, and that's all they want is to be left alone. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. We are more than conquerors. Through him who has overcome. Jesus 911 two-man car. We are on Soul Patrol. Uh, I want to talk about a cardinal who's he's he's a hero to a lot of us. His name's Cardinal Pell. In fact, he was uh, sent to jail on false charges. He was acquitted. Uh, I have no doubt that the enemies of the church, the modernists, the St. Gallen Mafia, they saw that Cardinal Pell was, he was the Vatican insider. He was working for Pope Francis. He knew where all the dead bodies were. And so they had to trump up charges to put him away, get him out of the Vatican and send him to jail. But thankfully, a court of law has adjudicated him. He's retired now, but he's starting to speak out more and more. And I really appreciate that because we need people like Cardinal Pell, Vigano and others that are retired to speak out more and more because a lot of these cardinals, they know where the bad actors are. That's right, and we we never retire from Christ. And so yeah, uh, this is go. church militant. Uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're gonna be fighting this battle to the day we take our last breath, Jess. That's right. So Cardinal George Pell has called on the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, that's the official branch of the Magisterium, to publicly reprimand two of Europe's most senior bishops 
for what he said was their wholesale and explicit rejection of the church's teachings on sexual ethics. So who are they? Well, in a statement released on March 15th, Cardinal Pell, a great holy man, asked the Vatican's doctrinal congregation to intervene and pronounce judgment on comments made by Cardinal Jean-Claude Hollerich, the, the Relator General of the Vatican Synod on Synodality, and Bishop George Batzing, President of the German Bishops' Conference. Cardinal Pell had made, an, had made an appeal a few days earlier in an interview to a German Catholic television. Uh, he had basically said that Jesuit Cardinal Hollerich of Luxembourg and Bishop Batzing of Limburg have both called for changes to the church's teaching on homosexuality in recent interviews. Cardinal Hellerich, who presides over much of the synod on synodality that runs until October next year, claimed last month that the current teaching was wrong. So he's, he's saying that God is wrong, that the Bible is wrong. That's what he's saying. And that the sociological scientific foundation of that teaching on what one formerly condemned as sodomy was no longer correct. Unbelievable. This guy has to be more wrong. Justin, have they offered any uh, any references uh, from the church on these things, or is this uh, where do they come up with these ideas? Because, uh, as you know, the church has a two thousand has a tradition that goes back two thousand years. So certainly, if they're going to make such an accusation, they have to offer some kind of proof, don't they? <laughs> they offer no proof from what we would call the divine positive law, which is sacred scripture and sacred tradition or any magisterial teachings. Both these, well, I can just tell you, Paul, just Cardinal Hollerich and Bishop Batzing, uh, he's another bishop who's, who said that same-sex relationships were permissible and not a sin, and that the catechism should be partially changed to reflect this. I can tell you that these two prelates, if they don't repent and if they don't amend their lives and change their heart, have a metanoia before they drop dead, they will taste the fires of hell. Don't think for a second, just because you've got a Roman collar and a bishop's mitre, that you can't go to hell. That's quite the opposite of what St. John Chrysostom, doctor of the church, says. He says, the road to hell and hell is paved with many skullcaps and mitres. Dante, the great poet in the 13th century, who was also a pretty brilliant theologian, he's also said that there's a special section in hell for prelates that are wayward, that are dissenters, that are modernists. And so uh, the fact is, any one of us, you're just one mortal sin away. You're just one unrepentant mortal sin away from dying and going to hell. And you can sin in three ways, as we say in the penitential rite during Holy Mass. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have sinned through my thought, word, what I have done. So you sin in three ways. Thought, word, and deed. Thought, word, and deed. These bishops, at the very least, they're sinning in their thoughts, if not, and, and their words, and who knows what their private practices are. But I can tell you something, Paul. I've never met somebody who promotes homosexuality that's not a closet practicing homosexual himself. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like a chain, like you said. It begins with a thought. It expresses itself in a word, and then it ends up becoming a deed. Uh, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, you, it, it, well, let's even look at how God is. God is, you know, God. And he, you know, and he speaks his a word, you know, the word. And it ma- and that word manifested itself in, in, in the action. flesh. Yeah. 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 Uh, in, in, in Jesus Christ, you know. Uh, so that's just a, a normal chain of events that occurs in this universe. And so, yeah, I, I think that uh, you're not you're not far off just when you say that, hey, if you're advocating and fighting for these ideas, uh, there is, uh, you know, where there's smoke, there's probably fire somewhere along the line. And I'm not trying to judge them. I pray for them. I, and I pray that God, uh, 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 like you said, they have a metanoia before they meet Jesus Christ, because um, that's why sacred scripture warns us, let not many of you become teachers of the word, for you will incur a stricter judgment. Mm -hmm. Uh, That stricter judgment, these guys better pay attention because they have exalted themselves against the upper, you and I, we're just two guys having a conversation, uh, two lay Catholics, we have no special authority, but we believe the teachings of the church. We believe uh, the saints of the church, the doctors of the church. And we're, all we're pointing out is these people who are supposed to be princes of the church just have abandoned uh, the traditional teachings of the church. That That's right, Paul. And uh, this is why you'll find like Ezekiel and Jeremiah and Hosea. Uh, these prophets of God were raised up by God to call the leaders of Israel false shepherds. Yes, yes. False shepherds that are fleecing the flock. Yes. Paul, when you have two Catholic bishops like this that are giving these type of teachings and, and causing this type of diabolical disorientation and confusion amongst the laity, this is what's called fleecing the flock, Paul. Yes. And, uh, and the Bible says that liars in revelation chapter 22 verse 18 liars will not enter the kingdom of heaven these two bishops paul are lying about the word of god they're lying about the teachings of the catholic church on homosexuality i mean i can't say it in any softer language yeah they are they have become an abomination unto the lord and listen uh, it you know the Catholic Church has taught uh, and, and maintained for two thousand years uh, uh, the view on homosexuality. And again, we, it's not that we're trying to uh, ruin anybody's fun, but fundamentally uh, these ideas they go. Listen, God created man, male and female, not LBTQ and a whole bunch of other you know the whole alphabet. God didn't do that. And he said, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. That's a command, Jess. That's not an option. There's no way that a homosexual relationship can be fruitful. And uh, again, uh, uh, these guys, what they they try to justify in their mind, well, they're like, okay, we've taken a vow of celibacy. So, you know, we, you know, let me tell you something. The only way that you can effectively live a celibate life is by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is when a person is who offers himself to God, you know, for God in every way. And in order to in order to overcome human weakness, it takes it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do that. And so uh, 
so you got a bunch of prelates out there, unfortunately, who don't uh, uh, trust in God, who aren't walking, you know, in the spirit, Jess, and they are trying to, uh, uh, I don't know what they're trying to do, but it, uh, you know, it is difficult to beat back the flesh because the flesh is strong, Jess. It is strong. We're surrounded by so much around this world. God help us. Help us in our human weakness. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle us with the fire of your love and yes. send forth your spirit so that you can recreate the face of this world. And Holy Mother of God, pray for these two bishops now and at the hour of their death. Amen. Yeah. Cardinal Pell's a hero, though, Paul, because, uh, again, you know, this guy could just retire and just, you know, read a magazine and forget, go golfing and forget about uh, the, the, what's happening in the church, but no, he's 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 connected. He's uh, traveling, he's preaching, he's offering the mass, and he's giving good spiritual direction. Yeah, Cardinal but can Kell, he, yes. yeah, yeah. What's can, that? Can, can he really do that? No, he wouldn't be the man that he is if he right. could just do that. Pick up a newspaper and go, you know, go go sit out there on the beach. You know, that's what I'm talking about. If any man be in Christ. And Cardinal Pell, we're going to just, uh, you know, going to connect that dot and say he is in Christ. Uh, you know, uh, he's a new creation. And that new creation is all about, you know, uh, establishing the reign of Christ, is all about setting the captive free. We are, you know, we, 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 we participate in that ministry of Christ even unto death. Amen. And I'll tell you, Paul, there's another troublemaker bishop. His name's Cardinal Marx from he's the he's uh, over in, in Munich, Germany. He's been celebrating, if you can call that, uh, a mass. It's called uh, queer worship. He's been doing it for 20 years. So Cardinal Pell is also calling him out. Cardinal Pell said in a statement uh, to, the, to the Vatican, he says that uh, that not one of the Ten Commandments is optional uh, all of us are to all the commandments are to be followed and by sinners, and we cannot have a special Australian or German version of the Ten Commandments. Um, Cardinal Pell also says, nor can we follow Bertrand Russell, the famous atheist philosopher, who suggested the Ten Commandments might be like an exam, where only six out of ten questions need to be answered. <laughs> Cardinal wow. Pell, God bless you. Thank you for. Your bold, uh, your baptism of boldness. Well, that's a wrap. Jesus time one one. Man, car. Up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for me and Paul, thank you for joining us. Thank you, family. Love you being with us. God bless you. The faith. We are E O W N of Watch. We are out.